0: Thank you for joining us for this episode. If you are listening on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, or iHeart, hit that subscribe or follow button. Welcome to the Imagination Health and Wellness Podcast. I'm Carolyn Scott, your host, and I'm here with my co-host and friend, Clement Norris. And we're bringing to you a special edition of Imagination Health and Wellness Podcast. Hello, Clement. How are you today?
1: Hello, Carol, and uh, hello to all of our listeners, those in the United States as well as those outside the United States. We value each and every last one of you, and we hope that you will enjoy the program today. We are talking about Independence Day independence day of course day being july the fourth independence day is the day that america i guess you can some people say the birth of america or that america was set free from uh, england and so we celebrate this day every year on july the fourth i am an african-american and this is uh, my country and therefore i too recognize and celebrate the birthday of this country, July the 4th. And I know there has been much, much discussion, especially uh, recently this year about June the 19th, or what is often re- or mostly referred to as Juneteenth. It has been celebrated. I think it's fair to say for years, decades, uh, centuries by some within the african-american community and to be perfectly honest with you carol my whole life growing up i was born and raised up north moved down into the south in 80, 80 maybe 87 i believe it was mm-hmm. uh, in 1987 uh, up north I I think I left when I was in my early 20s after college. I don't recall hearing anything about Juneteenth when I moved down to the south. I was down here for uh, quite a few years before I heard anything about Juneteenth. I heard about it on the job from an African-American female. And it seems to me like that was probably about maybe three years ago maybe four years ago so that was like literally the first time i had heard of it and it was because it was around independence day and i said happy independence day to her and she she checked me quickly she said this ain't my independence day this is and she said our independence day is is juneteenth and I, I at first my my first thought was to act like i was real smart and knew what she was talking about Mm-hmm. But then I thought, well, no, I don't know what she's talking about. And so I asked her. So that was the first time I actually heard of Juneteenth. And now, uh, because of the death of uh, Mr. Floyd, uh, it has become extremely popular. Uh, I think unless you live under, under a rock, uh, particularly in the United States, but I think around the world, everybody's hearing about June the 19th or Juneteenth. It is considered the... Day of Independence for African Americans because the Civil War, of course, took place. The war was won, but unfortunately it took a few more years before all the Blacks uh, found out that they, A, the war was over, and that B, that they were set free. I believe the last group of people were notified June the 19th. And so that became sort of this unofficial day of celebrating for blacks independence day of Juneteenth or June the 19th. So we have June the 19th and then we also have July the 4th. Carol, uh, were you already familiar with Juneteenth?
0: No, not until this year.
1: Yeah. So and I, I think some people would probably be surprised <laughs> to know that, that it's for, not only for a lot of white folks, but for a lot of black folks as well, it was, it's, it's kind of new, so to speak, but, uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm glad it's being recognized. Mm-hmm. Uh, it made sense to me when I heard it, you know, again, the young lady told me maybe, maybe three years ago and she said, yo, you know, they had just got the information. And then of course, that became a day. And, but I think they both are great. I recognize them both now, my whole life. I literally just thought of independence day. And, and part of the issue that some have with it is that as far as when I say with it, I'm referring to July the 4th is because at that particular time in history, when the country or supposedly independence came to the country that uh, blacks or well, I guess blacks, I was going to say African-American, but the same thing, That they were still in slavery at that time. So since they were still in slavery or we were still in slavery as a people, well, it wasn't seen as a day of independence for black people. So that's why you have some who object to. Celebrating July the 4th or Independence Day, uh, I don't see any problem in recognizing both of them. Because, like I said before, I'm an American. Uh, the country is my country. The country was born; it has a birthday, if you will, and I recognize that birthday being of uh, July the 4th. What What is your view on as it pertains to July the 4th, Carol?
0: Yeah, I agree with that, and um, you know, a lot of black soldiers died fighting wars on behalf of this country. So, yeah, it's very much my country
1: yeah i think that recognizing honoring both of them i have no problem with that and so we of course obviously june the has already passed and there were a lot of events that went on around the country and i think uh, next year there probably even more there's even been much discussion about making june eighteenth a national uh holiday as well as independence day but now and I love them both. I, I, I try to honor, respect them both. But yes. I think that we sometimes we allow ourselves to get maybe a little too caught up into these, these things with these dividing lines, you know, finding some reason to separate ourselves. So I want to bring up and some of you guys are probably going to go, Oh my God, not another one, not another one. But there is an Independence Day that I think that all of us need to be recognizing. And what makes it so beautiful that if we look at it correctly, we can see that it actually brings together the June 10th and the Independence Day. Because this is, in my opinion, the ultimate, the ultimate Independence Day or the time when freedom actually takes place. And that, of course, I'm referring to the year. A.D. 31. Uh, In the year A.D. 31, in my opinion, if you want to talk about uh, true independence, Mm -hmm. in A.D. 31, in my opinion, that's when true independence came about. The true independence day or or period occurred and it, it occurred for everybody all around the globe. It's the global independence period because that is the year that Jesus Christ was crucified. And the year that Jesus Christ rose from the grave. Mm -hmm. And when Jesus Christ rose from the grave, Jesus Christ brought independence to every human being. We are all because of the fall of Adam. We're made slaves, put in bondage. To sin, and and death, which comes with sin, and Jesus came and He brought freedom, independence, to all of us. I'm gonna have Carol. If you could turn to Galatians, uh, five and one. And while Carol is looking for Galatians five and one, I just want to read a few verses. Romans chapter eight, verse one and two. Romans 8, 1 and 2 says, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. It has made me free from the law of sin and death. That's Romans 8, chapter 1, and verse 2. Uh, Carol, do you have Galatians?
0: Mm -hmm. Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage.
1: Christ gave true the real freedom the real independence it talks about it in luke chapter 4 verse 18 while i'm doing that carol could you turn to uh, galatians 5 and verse 13 but luke four eighteen says the spirit of the lord is upon me this is jesus talking because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted to preach deliverance to the captives. Deliverance to the captives. That means you're setting somebody free. And recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. Carol, you have the next one.
0: Galatians chapter 5, verse 13. For brethren, ye have been called unto liberty. Only use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh, but by love serve one another.
1: Isn't that beautiful? Mm -hmm. Christ has brought us liberty. He's brought us freedom. But we're not supposed to be abusing that freedom that he's brought us. Mm -hmm. You know, the apostle Paul was clear. He said that in, as a matter of fact, 1 Corinthians 10, 23. He says, all things are lawful for me. In other words, we got the freedom to do all things. But all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me. But all things edify not. So just because we have this freedom does not mean we should abuse the freedom that we have in Christ. We should not be walking in the flesh we should be walking in the spirit and that and actually in Galatians, Carolyn, where Paul is pretty clear. We don't have to, we don't have to rely on no pastor. We don't have to rely on no particular denomination. Paul is pretty clear about what he, what he means when he's referring to walking in the flesh. He, he, he literally outlines for us what he means by walking in the flesh. While Carol look for that, I want to read, uh, I want to read a couple more verses of uh, second Corinthians chapter three and verse 17. It says where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And in James chapter one and verse 25, James writes, but whoso looketh unto the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, He being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. And if you uh, go look at uh, what James is making reference to there, the law of liberty, James is talking about God's Ten Commandments. Notice I said God's Ten Commandments, not not something man man made uh, in the book of Exodus. It is clear. Moses said that God used his finger and that God wrote those Ten Commandments himself. And then he gave them to Moses to deliver to mankind. And they are referred to. It always tickles me when I hear people make these negative or references to the Ten Commandments. Or I've even talked to people who suggested that they've been done away with. But yet we have James referring to them, not just as the law of liberty, but James is referring to them as the perfect law of liberty. Again, that's, that's not me. That's not the program. That's what the Bible says. Matter of fact, uh, when James talks about it, he talks about violating. If you violate one, how you're guilty of violating them all. So uh, the perfect law of liberty with christ comes the power we need or should come the power we need to not just hear about the perfect law of liberty the ten commandments but to live up to that standard that god has established within that those laws those ten laws so that we could be conducting or walking in a manner that is pleasing his sight Kara, uh, did you find the section where it talks about walking in the flesh?
0: Yes, Galatians chapter 5 verse 19. Now bef-
1: before you before you start reading, it, I, wanna, mm-hmm. I want to I want to cuz I want to make sure we understand the type of freedom that Christ has brought us. And when we talking about freedom in Christ, I want the audience to understand. I think there is a reason why we don't have a specific date. And there's, you know, there are some people who You know, some biblical scholars who have taken a shot at trying to calculate out, you know, the exact day that Christ was crucified or the the exact day that he rose. I think most scholars believe it was in spring, that it was around April when Christ was both crucified and resurrected. But I don't think God necessarily wants us to zero in on just that. When it comes to Jesus Christ, uh, I think what God is trying to tell us is that we're supposed to be celebrating Independence Day every day of the week. Not, not once a year, whether it be 10th or it be July the 4th. I think this, this is God's way of saying it's something we should be celebrating Independence Day in crisis every day of the week. And so, Uh, I just want to read Romans 8, 1 and 2 again, because we got liberty, but we don't have liberty to just do what we want to do. He said, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. Now, Carol, could you read that for us, what you have in Galatians?
0: Galatians chapter 5, verse 19, now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like, of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God.
1: So I hope, I hope we got that, because again, in Romans 8, 1 and 2, the apostle Paul talks about, he compares in contrast and he says who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. If I'm hating or disliking somebody or trying to find a reason to, to cause separation amongst us, then I'm not free. I'm not walking after the spirit. I'm walking after the flesh. If I'm trying to bring about contention, I'm not, I'm not free. I'm not walking after the spirit. I'm walking after the flesh. And Paul appears to be clear to me when he says there's no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh. All those things. And Caroline, we're about to wrap this one up, but I just want to make sure we 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 see this contrast. So I want you to read that part about walking after the flesh again, and then just go right into the section where it talks about walking after the spirit, because The apostle Paul says no condemnation to them, which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh. So read what walking after the flesh is.
0: Now the works of the flesh are manifest. Which are these adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like, of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God.
1: So a person who, are not, who is not doing those things in Christ, that mm-hmm. person's free. It's Independence Day for them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's Independence Day for them today, and it's Independence Day for them tomorrow. And every day of the week, every month, every year. Go ahead and read this next section.
0: Okay, verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such, there is no law.
1: That's freedom. That's true freedom. That's independence. That is what Jesus Christ has brought to all of us, whether we recognize Juneteenth, whether we recognize July the 4th, whether or not we recognize both of them, because all of that, regardless of your feelings for it's all still secular. It's all still secular. And we're supposed to be a part of the kingdom of God. We're supposed to be ambassadors on this earth. And as ambassadors, just like the people take pride in June the 10th and the ones who take pride in July the 4th, the people of Christ ought to take pride in the independence that he has offered us every day of the week. And we should be letting people know that every day of the week we're celebrating that Independence Day that came to us by jesus christ on the day or in the year that he rose from that grave and we've had it all of this time and i think the bible is clear because jesus said that it was expedient that he went away that he had to go to heaven he said but when uh, i go i am going to send you back the holy spirit and in 2 Corinthians 3, 17, again, it states where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So happy Independence Day, everyone. Let's really try to keep in mind that tomorrow's Independence Day for you as well. If you are in Christ Jesus and Christ Jesus is in you. And Monday is Independence Day. Tuesday is Independence Day. And we need to be celebrating it every day throughout the entire year, every year. Now, in closing, we want to talk about how do we celebrate uh, Christian independence? Uh, When we look at Juneteenth in terms of celebration, and Carol, you might have to help me out with this, but I think they have church services. Uh, people are doing a lot, looking at a lot of uh, Black history. Maybe some food. We usually have food with everything, like all races of people. If there's an opportunity to have a party to bring some food, we usually have some kind of food. Mm-hmm. When we look at July the 4th, which is something I think most of us are more familiar with, There is the uh, barbecues, the fireworks, for some reason, which still even boggles my mind today, but people get their guns with live ammo and and shoot it randomly into the air with total disregard to where the bullets may end up landing. But again, that's one of the uh, many ways we tend to celebrate July the 4th every year. So, you know, how does one celebrate Christian independence? And I think that there is basically two ways we can celebrate Christian independence. Because again, it's something we should be doing every day. And one of them we've already addressed straight from the Bible. It says we could celebrate Christian independence by loving each other regardless of our skin color, regardless of our nationality, all those things that we tend to get caught up into. We just remember we are human beings and we love each other. And in doing so, we're celebrating Christian independence. Another way that we can celebrate Christian independence is by making sure every day, that we do not knowingly commit acts of sin because at its core that is what Christian independence is all about. The fact that Jesus has empowered us. He has given us freedom from committing sin so we can celebrate Christian independence every day. Now I know some people still want to throw some food in there somewhere. So if you, if you want to go ahead, But make sure it's healthy food. Make sure it's healthy food. Get out and walk. That's another way we can celebrate it. But, particular, one of the main two ways we can celebrate it is by not going out and knowingly committing acts of sin and failing to love one another. So, with that in mind, we wanna say uh, goodbye. And we hope that everybody have a very safe, and fun time.
0: If you like what you've been hearing on this podcast, go to wherever you're listening to this episode and leave us a comment or visit our website at veganimagination.com. That's V-E-G-A-N E-M-A-G-I-N-A-T-I-O-N.com where you can leave a voicemail or written comment. Click on the podcast tab at the top of the page. And once there, you can leave us a voicemail message. We would love to hear from you.